going, everyone? Joe Gagne here. Welcome you to edition number 53 of Joe vs. World. My guest today has wrestled for the New Japan Dojo in California and is one of the rising stars in CMLL. It is Alex Kozlov. Alex, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Hola, como esta todo mi gente? <laughs> right. I'm now, speaking uh, Spanish a little bit there. Oh, that's right. I'm sure that comes I'm in handy now. now. <laughs> now, for anyone uh, not familiar with you, why don't you tell us uh, a bit about yourself and, and how you got into wrestling? Because you are, you are from Russia, correct? Yes, I am. I, uh, hold on, let me... Um, I, I was born in Russia, mm-hmm. and uh, my family moved out. We all uh, moved uh, for a better life when I was 11 mm-hmm. to America. And uh, about 18, I, you know, after I started watching wrestling on TV, I, I was watching WWF at the time, and I just fell in love with it. And at 18, I uh, started looking for some schools, and uh, one of the schools that answered my call and was open that particular moment was uh, Jesse Hernandez, uh, Empire Wrestling Federation. And I wrestled there for two years. Then I, uh, by the recommendation of uh, Rocky Romero, I went to the dojo. Mm-hmm. And uh, I trained there for another two years. And uh, and all that just kind of got me prepared. And they, they gave me a good opportunity, you know, to, well, initially I thought I was going to Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they thought I needed more experience, and they sent me here. I thought I was going here for about a month and a half. But um, everything kind of turned, just kind of turned out good, and you know, I was just—it was a good time, and I was at the right place, and you know, I things turned out good, and here I am, and for a while now, seven months. Now, who are you a, a big fan of when you started watching wrestling? Like, who do you? Well, I—I uh, I, uh, first, what caught my eye was Jeff Jarrett. You know, not as uh, much uh, as a wrestler, but just like uh, his—the uh, way he came. You know, he was all flashy with his sunglasses, the horse, and just he was like all gimmicked up. Mm-hmm. And then Shawn Michaels really took it from there. Uh, you know, Shawn Michaels, you know, was just an amazing wrestler. You know, uh, you know, he was the kind of guy that all the ladies loved, and, he, you know, he had respect of, you know, of the guy, of the wrestler. I mean, he was just a great wrestler. He was he was really good. He, he was a total package. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a big fan of his. And, and then Eddie Guerrero, you know, somebody I can relate a little bit more to because he's, uh, you know, about my, my size. And and um, Eddie Guerrero is, like, somebody I really, I mean, he's amazing. He could do it all. Hmm. Now, when you started out, did you uh, you do a, a Russian gimmick? Is that what you started out with, or, or were you just... Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I started, uh, I, I just played myself. I... Uh, when I started, I I didn't I didn't really I wasn't sure, but they told me, yeah, you should you should do that. You should take advantage of it. You're Russian, it's gonna work out. And uh, I started with the name Alex Pinchak. I didn't even it was real stupid. I didn't give much thought to it really. Um, but that was that. Oh. Now, um, how did you get into the uh, the Inoki Dojo? Well, I uh, you know while I was uh, at. Uh, Empire Wrestling Federation, you know, Rocky Romero well, would sometimes wrestle there and, you know, he saw me and he, you know, he thought, you know, I'd be good, you know, to, it'd be good for me to go there to New Japan to, you know, continue my education, you know, uh, it was just a different style, you know, uh, the training was a little bit different um, and uh, and one day I just, I went and I realized it was even closer to me, 
than mm-hmm. Empire Rest Separation. Empire Rest Separation was about two hours, two hours uh, f- from where I lived, and the dojo was about half an hour. So um, I started going there, and I really loved it. I loved it. You know, they pushed me physically, and, uh, you know, they really helped me develop my uh, my technical side. And I, got, I, I trained with T.J. Perkins there, mm-hmm. and he really helped me become a better wrestler, you know, because he's, uh, he's just real good. And um, we just saw the people there, like Brian Danielson, you know, training with him a little bit, you know, help me develop my technical side of my wrestling. Now, were, you, were you a, a fan of uh, Japanese wrestling? Did you get into it uh, around that no, time? No, I, I, I didn't really watch it before. Uh, but when I get, got into the dojo and, you know, I thought, well, maybe maybe one day when I get good, you know, there's an opportunity to go there. So I started watching it. And I actually, I, I, I got myself to like it. I, I started liking it. I really enjoyed it. Hmm. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I still I still do. It's it's exciting. It's exciting. Now, it's I, different, you know. It's a different pace, but you know, it's really exciting. Now, is it still a goal of yours to go to Japan at some point, or are you happy? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? I think it would be good for me to go to Japan for experience. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I would like to go. Uh, I would like to go sometime. Um, you know, right? I'm actually right now. Uh, I'm here at the dojo, uh, Ultimate Dragon Dojo, mm-hmm. and Liger, Liger is here. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, yeah and uh, I got to meet him, and you know, I don't know, I, you know, I have a good opportunity to show my, myself, you know, because we, we're going to be in the same match next week. It's a Grand Prix tournament in Arena uh, Mexico, and uh, it's all of us, uh, me, him, and other foreigners against the Mexicans. And uh, hopefully, you know, he'll be able to, you know, it's a good opportunity for him to see me, and if I, you know, hopefully I can leave an impression and. Maybe one day I can, you know, get a shot, you know, go on a tour or something hmm. to go to Japan. Yeah. I believe you uh, you worked for some pro wrestling gorilla too in California. Uh, how were yes. those shows? Oh, those were great. Uh, those were honestly one one of my favorite shows. I mean, I, I really, I mean, it's one of my 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 joys. I I, I really enjoy working there. Uh, the, the talent there is great. You know, everybody's hungry. You know, to just entertain. All those young fans and crazy fans, and it was just uh, I, I loved uh, working in front of those crowds. You know, they were they were rude, but they they reacted, and I, you know, and I love performing in front of people who have energy. You know, and just I feed off that. Florissant Grill is one of my favorite, favorite places to work, and I I want to work there again when I get a chance. Hmm. Well, let's go on to. Uh... Working in Mexico, how exactly did you? Was that just an opportunity where someone said you should go down there to to learn? Well, I I didn't. Well, uh, hello. Yep, still here. Uh, at first, uh, at first, uh, you know, um, when I was at when I was uh, at the dojo, uh, Ken Lukashin uh, uh, later became our trainer, mm-hmm. and uh, he suggested to to the chiefs over there uh, to send me to Mexico. Uh, for CMLL, and so that's where I thought I was going. And uh, then, you know, they mentioned to me the spot opened up at the dojo mm-hmm. in New Japan. So they, they were going to send me there instead. And you know, I was really excited. You know, New Japan is real. You know, it's uh, it's a big company. It was going to be real good for me. And uh, but you know, they realized that I needed more experience. And uh, you know, here you you know. 
a young person can learn everything. I mean, this is the best school here in Mexico. You you learn everything here. Um, and uh, so they send. Then later on, the uh, there was an opportunity to send me here. You know, we send some tapes to the the you know the bosses here, mm-hmm. and uh, they liked me and and uh, made some phone calls to some people who made some recommendations. And then I met Ultimo Dragon. He helped me out to get out there. You know, I came down. I came out here, and you know, I I, I stay here for like three months. Ultimo Dragon Gym, and I had a good relationship with Ultimo, and he helped me kind of get in, too. You know, it was just a combination of people who made the recommendations, and eventually, you know, I I talked to the big boss and said, okay, you're starting, you know, on the 18th in Arena, Mexico. So uh, it was a real exciting time of my life. I mean, still is. Hmm. Here I am. Now, Lucha, it's it's a very different style of wrestling than, uh, than American and Japan. Was it hard to get adjusted to at first? You know what? I, uh, you know, at the New Japan Dojo, I uh, trained under, uh, I trained as well Lucha at night uh, under a trainer named Durango Kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and I, 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 uh, I did it a little bit of that. And I also, before I came out here, Rocky, let me borrow some tapes, you know, to watch, you know, and I studied that. You know, I just kind of, I just learned the, the flow of the match. I learned how it goes. And usually, you know, and and to be honest with you, I it was easy for me. It was not hard, you know. When I had my first match here, um, it was an independent show mm-hmm. um, in Aguas Calientes. Uh, the uh, Ultimo booked me for for that show. It was me, uh, Super Parca, and Mystico versus uh, Ultimo Guerrero, uh, Olimpico, and uh, and Terrible. And, uh, you know, those guys are, you know, they're professionals and, you know, they're superstars. I mean, they, they, they're real good and being with them there made me feel real comfortable and they made me feel real comfortable and, and, uh, I, I didn't have a problem really, uh, getting used to the style. Yeah, it's a different style, but it, I, I, I didn't have a problem with it. I, I just kind of transitioned real easy. So it clicked rather early for you. Yeah, it clicked real well. I mean, uh, you know, me watching tapes before and just uh, training a little bit and then doing it, I, I just didn't, I, it kind of, it wasn't too bad for me. I, I just got into it right away. Hmm. Now, you went to wrestling in front of uh, thousands of people every week. Were you ever intimidated by that or just kind of surprised that all this uh, happened? I was not intimidated. I was really excited by it. I was uh, really excited because that is the feeling that I that I that I uh, ru- uh, that I look for that I you know, that I that I want. You know, was that that adrenaline from you know thousands of people giving me feedback, reacting. You know, that's that that drug is what I you know what I fiend for, what I uh, urge for. So I was really excited and. Uh, it was just, it, and you know, it was just amazing. You know, I'm, I'm still, you know, just looking back. I'm, you know, it's, I feel so. I'm, I'm so grateful. You know, that I've been given such an opportunity. You know, um, I'm just, I'm real. It's, it's, it's the most amazing thing in the world. I, I, I can say I'm living my dream right now. Hmm. Have you ever had any problems with uh, particularly rowdy fans down in Mexico? Yeah, you know, not not a lot, not a lot of problems, uh, but you know, sometimes you know, there's a bunch of drunk fans, you know, kind of 
tried to get, you know, become part of his show, you know, tried to get in the ring, you know, and, you know, I just kick him back. I just kick him, kick him out hard, <laughs> kick him out hard. So they get the message, you know, they're not part of the show. They're, they're there to watch the show. They're part of the show in terms of giving feedback, you know, responding, but not, they're not going to get in our ring. Mm. They're, they're, they're not, they don't know what they're doing in terms of that. But, um, yeah, sometimes. They're usually the drunk fans. Okay. Uh, yeah. what's, what's your schedule like? How many shows do you wrestle a week? I wrestle from five to eight shows a week. Wow. Uh, Sunday is a busy day, like three shows a week usually on Sunday. Um, sometimes uh, it's every it's every day, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and uh, it's it's pretty tiring. You know, it's it's actually I realize now it's good to get one day off or two days off just to relax and to just think your own sh- stuff, you know, and kind of just think stuff, you know, and not because wrestling the the match, you know, it, it takes your whole day, you know, the travel. Mm-hmm. You know, we go out to outside cities like from four to eight hours, you know, far. You know, it's it's it, it's just it takes it takes its toll on you. It takes your whole day. Mm. It's tiring, but uh, it's but it's work and it's great and I love it. I love it. Mm. Can't complain about that. So you're living in Mexico right now? Yeah. Oh, do you uh, just live, living in the dojo or? For the last seven months. No, I uh, I live in the hotel. Oh. Yeah, I uh, live in a hotel because I uh, I'm uh, always training in Arena uh, Mexico. Mm-hmm. I'm always there, uh, so I, I had to move closer. I had to move closer. Taxi rides from the dojo are just too too expensive. Oh. But I'm here. I'm at the dojo a lot. I come here at night to, to do weight training. You know, just show the boys a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, Ultima always. Uh, uh, fucks around with me, you know, how he doesn't like Russians and how, <laughs> who, who let this guy in. He, he's kidding around. He likes to fuck with me, but, uh, no, he's real great with me. He's, he's, he's real cool. Yeah. Now, what, uh, what matches have you, uh, have really stood out for you? I know you had a title match against Averno, and I think you worked at uh, Atlantis, I think, last Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, um, actually, yeah, my match with Averno, I would say, was my, you know, was one of my, one of my favorite matches, one of, one of my best matches, I guess I can say. You know, here in Mexico, you know, just uh, 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 on Mexican uh, style, you know, uh, mm-hmm. like that's one of my best matches. You know, um, and also my match, my recent match uh, with Atlantis uh, for the title turned out real good, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, those matches, I mean, there's uh, there's more matches, you know. There's a lot of matches outside of, of the city that turn out real great, you know. Uh, just the, the crowd is great, and you know the energy is good, and everybody's on their game. It's, it's, you know, yeah. Now, when you first started, you were a Rudo. Now you've moved to uh, being a Technico. Um, yep. Is that uh, is that a lot different to uh, to wrestle? You know, way? I'll tell you. Uh, I uh, have been a Rudo for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'm real good at it. I, it's, I'm very comfortable in that position. I uh, I'm 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 a pranker. I'm that type of person. I like to fuck with the people. I like uh, I like to do that kind of stuff. And uh, you know, um, turning into a technical, you know, it was really uh, it's better, you know, because the the girls, you know, want it. 
you know, the girls like me and shit. Yep. And um, and just just the reactions that I've been getting, they seem like it would be, you know, it'd be good to change to a technical. And and when I did, you know, I really it was amazing. I I really felt the warmth of. of I mean, I, I, every time I come out of arenas, it's just so strong. People just are crazy, you know. I mean, they just I feel the love. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a little annoying sometimes, you know. But uh, but uh, you know, it's 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 something that I'm learning. It's something that I'm uh, learning every time I wrestle to be a better technical. You know, I'm, you know, it's I'm all every I always am a little before at least. You know, kind of uh, not so comfortable in that position. It's just something you know I I, I had to practice. You know and. And I learned actually from Mark, Mark Ginger, Mark Corleone. Uh-huh. Um, we've been sagging a lot, you know, and uh, and uh, he's just great at it. He he really opened up. He kind of cut loose, and he's great at it. And uh, just being tagging with him and seeing how how he does kind of helped me a lot. And um, and I've become a lot better at it. I've become more more comfortable with it. And uh, and I, I like it. I like it. I wanna, I wanna actually. Now that I see the reactions that I'm getting, and sometimes all these kids that rush me, and little, little, little kids, just little boys, you know, that are like crazy to get a snogger for me. You know, I, I, I don't mind, you know, trying, you know, maybe become an example, a role model for these kids. I don't mind to do that. I don't mind to be, you know, a real good technical. Hmm. All right, I want to get to your opinions on some other wrestlers. How about uh, Mystico, who is just a ridiculously big star right now? I know you've teamed. Yeah worked against him how is he uh he's uh, he's really good actually he's a really good you know he's a young guy mm-hmm. and uh, he's a really really good uh in his in the position that he's in he's he really handles it very well i mean he his uh, work i mean his workload is huge i mean he he works from 12 to 15 shows a week i mean it's tough you know it's real tough and he does and you know at the same time he uh He's, a, he's got a good attitude, you know? Hmm. He's got a good attitude. He, he's real good. He's real good at it. Do we know anything? I think he uh, he's hurt his shoulder, right? Have you heard anything? Yeah, yeah. He hurt his shoulder, uh, actually. And uh, then he arrived late to a show because because he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And the fans of this one show uh, just went crazy. I was at that show, and, and uh, the fans just, you know, he's a huge star. People, you know, I mean, he's... he's, he's the main attraction, you know, mm-hmm. and um, when people heard that he's not going to be, he's not going to make the show. I mean, start going crazy, burning his masks and just fighting and stepping all over each other, and and there wasn't security that was ready to handle all of that, you know. Mm. So he finally came, you know, late. You know, he came uh, at one thirty, and the fans that stayed, you know, got to see a little bit of him. You know, he had to do, you know, he did a little match, you know, just for them with a hurt shoulder. I mean, he has a lot of pressure, you know. He has a lot of, I mean, he he's huge, you know, here, you know, to the fence. Sure. Little kids, everybody. He, you know, it's he's got a lot of pressure, but he, he, he handles it well. Have you heard anything about him possibly leaving Mexico and going to the WWE, or do you think he he's going to stay in, uh, in CMLL? Um, you know, um... Uh, yeah, of course I heard, you know, uh, he, he went to do a little tryout. But I don't think, um, I don't know if it's going to happen, I don't know if, it, I, I don't think it's going to happen in the near future, mm-hmm. something like this. Uh, I mean, he's got everything here. 
Mm. He's got absolutely everything here. And um, there's really, I mean, there's no real, there's no need to go over there for him right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. I mean, he's got everything here. Huh. Everything. And and we'll have more. He's going to start in a, like a soap opera. I mean, he's going to have even more. You know, he's living in this country. He's, you know, got, you know, his family, everything here, you know. I don't think it's going to happen in the near future. In the near future, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, because uh, CML, I mean, they they made him a, I mean, they're close, you know. They got a good relationship. Mm-hmm. They're real tight, you know. All right. How about uh, Paraguayo Jr.? Have you worked uh, a lot with him? He's becoming a very... I've worked with him. How, uh, how is he in him. the ring? He's really good. You know, he's a really charismatic guy, and he's real good. <laughs> and he, actually, he's, uh, he's really becoming more popular right now. He just, uh, he's uh, in a, in a, doing a reality show right now as well. Uh, and uh, his popula- popularity level has gone up. He's, uh, he's, he's real over with the fans right now. He, he's... Hopefully, you know, he, you know, he's, who knows, maybe he'll, I don't know if he's going to be as big as Mystical, you know, but uh, he's, he's definitely growing in popularity right now. Hmm. And he's real good. He's real good. And you, uh, you mentioned Marco Corleone or, or Mark Jinjak. Do you hang yeah. out with him a lot since you're kind of the... Yeah, you know, he's actually, he's become one of my closest friends here. He's, hmm. uh, I mean, it's like a... It's like we're two we're two guys, you know. Uh, I can share. I mean, it's like we're we're from, you know. He's from America. I lived in America for a while too, and here we are, you know, guys from America that came here, and we can, you know, we kind of understand each other, you know, and understand the differences, you know, and we kind of can share that with each other, and uh, and we're we're cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Got strip clubs? Uh, no, no, <laughs> I can't say that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's 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 cool. He he helped me out a lot. He he's a good friend. And there were some rumors he had some some problems in the locker room. I guess I don't know getting really? along. Yeah, with uh, Universal Dos Mil when he had first uh, shown up. The, the rumors they had some problems. I guess. Uh, well, I think uh, you know there was uh, honestly misunderstandings. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was just miscommunications and misunderstandings that um, made them feel like there was something but really you know uh you know it's all good you know they were, it's all good now it was just misunderstandings before that's all misunderstandings and accidents like him you know getting hit and you know uh just someone was getting killed with a chair shot <laughs> but you know but you know just misunderstandings and miscommunications that's all now uh, who else is really good to uh to work with in the ring uh well, Averno, uh, Averno is uh, is real good. I I I think well, him, Ultimo Guerrero, and Virus. Have you heard of Virus? Oh yes. Virus is uh, must be probably one of the best wrestlers I've seen. I mean, he's so good. And uh, I mean, I love wrestling Virus. It's always fucking great wrestling with that guy. Always, always. Excuse my language. Can I curse like that? Oh yeah, that's not a problem. <laughs> um. No, Virus is uh, is real good. He's he's one of the best wrestlers, and so is Averno. Averno is really really good. I love wrestling that guy. And Ultimo Guerrero is awesome. Hmm. He's great. I love wrestling all those guys. Have you worked? With and also the veterans. What that? Oh, I just. Oh no, go ahead. I also love working the veterans, uh, like Negro Navarro. Mm. I like working him. It's you know uh, do some 
you know, exchange some holes with him, you know, it's always fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always a learning experience, you know, and, uh, but they hurt. <laughs> they really know how to hurt you. And, uh, Vianos, those guys, you know, those mm-hmm. guys are, you know, I love working those guys. They're a little bit older, but they can go. They can go. That's, it's great. Mm-hmm. And Negro Casas, you know, I like working with him. He's, he's real good. Have you worked with anyone, uh, maybe someone younger who who's real good, but a lot of people may not be familiar with yet? Um, well, I mean, have you heard of a supernova? Uh, I have. I have a, a work. Look, I haven't. I haven't worked with him actually, but uh, I've seen him, and he's 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 good. Hmm. He's good. He's actually real good. Uh, who else? Um, I, I I can't think of anybody who, who you haven't heard. Mm. I, I I usually I I, I work guys uh, like Ultima Guerrero, like uh, I I no I can't think of anybody right now. Oh, all right, has uh, AAA ever made any uh, any contact with you, or do you see yourself just staying in CMLL? No, there was no contact made, and you know I don't plan to go you know to go there, you know I. I'm I'm real happy here. Mm-hmm. You know, I like uh, the style here, and I really like the guys here. It's a family. I like this family. Uh, a lot of great talent, you know, and Shimel gave me my life, and, and uh, I I want to stay here, you know. I'm, I'm just real happy, you know. I'm real happy. All right, so you see yourself staying in Mexico for... Yeah, I, uh, I plan, I feel right now, I'm just thinking, you know, maybe four or five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe more. Who knows? I I see myself, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I I see myself, you know, maybe you know, hopefully with time, you know, maybe going, you know, doing some new Japan tours, mm-hmm. and I may be working for WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how everything will work out, but you know, I I can see myself coming back here. I mean, this is this is. I feel like I'm home here. I'm real happy here. I like the style. I like everything here. The people are nice here. Yeah, I, I plan to stay here a while. All right, and my last question for you: What's the strangest thing that's happened to you during your time in Mexico? Oh, okay, okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, the strangest thing that happened. Uh, this was the funniest thing too. Uh, uh, you know, usually, well, um, you know, uh, here you you kiss uh, girls and, and women on the cheek, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, to say hello, to say goodbye, and and the fans as well, right? But you know, then uh, some father came outside a show uh, after the show, and you know he he wanted me to sign autographs, do an autograph, and then he he told uh, told uh, his son, go ahead, go give him a kiss on the cheek, son. A little boy, little boy, and I I was just not used to. I I don't know if I don't know if that's even like what I never 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 had that before in my life. Where somebody like tells me to kiss a boy on the cheek, I took I I, I was so weirded out. I I spasmed out like a <laughs> rover, like like a robot, like stopped. Like I like I've never. It just it was just so uh, so weird. I just don't know if it's like that. But somebody explained it to me. Like usually, if like the you're the kid's idol, like just it's okay. It's no big deal. It's but it just weirded me out at that particular moment so much. I. I, I I didn't kiss him on the cheek, and I just kind of uh, I, I just left. <laughs> <laughs> I just left. I just went away. It was just real weird. 
that and um, what else? Strangest thing. Yeah, I mean that that would be the one that really stands up off the top of my head. All right. It's just real funny. Well, I want to thank you for your time. I know you have to uh, get going. Uh, how can people get in touch with you if they want to uh, to contact you? Uh, well, I have um, my email. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, Alex Kozlov at MoscowMail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, my MySpace website is www.myspace.com slash Alex Kozlov. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, fans can check out all the information about me. Uh, pictures and just my email there as well, and they can contact me that way. And uh, soon, I think I'll be coming up with a website, alexkozlov.net, because .dot com somehow got taken. I don't know what happened. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's how people can get in contact with me. All and right. my number is five 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 four. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I thank you very much for being on. I want to wish you the best of luck in all your uh, future endeavors. Thanks, I appreciate it. All right. I really appreciate it. We are back with a little uh, bonus episode of sorts, as the Alex Kozlov interview didn't go terribly long. I didn't want to jip my loyal listeners, so I have recruited the Cubs fan to uh, talk a little lucha. It's been much too long. He is here. Cubs, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. How are the Cubs doing in uh, in particular? Um, they just lost, as we speak, they just lost the game 6-4. And, you know, they, they were playing good, and now they're not. Oh, well. They were over 500 for uh, a day or so. Yeah, and now they're back, and, okay. and they're going on the road, so <laughs> not looking good. Uh, well, last time we had you on to talk, Lucha, was uh, the end of 2006 for the year-end show. It's been uh, five months or so. So what's been happening in Lucha? I guess we should talk about Mystico and the and the WWE. Do we know anything else uh, about his possible departure? Well, we know that his... This contract supposedly comes up sometime in June, mm-hmm. and we know that right now he's out with a sh- uh, with a left shoulder injury, mm-hmm. which may or may not require surgery. If it requires surgery, he's going to be out six to eight months, and Mystico can do far better. Just you know, mer- Mystico merchandise is going to sell if he's um, sitting at home and sitting well. And I'm not sure how well he would do out injured in WWE yeah. before he got started. So um, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to resign at this point. I would wager heavily on it, mm. but it hasn't been confirmed yet. Uh, the Observer reported he's making about 50k a month or 600k a year. Not, th- I mean, the possibilities there for him to do better in the in the WWE, but I don't, you know, he's got a good chunk of change right now, and it'd uh, be a pretty big risk for him to uh, to make that jump. Yeah. I heard that number a couple of weeks ago, I think, and I was just surprised how be- how big it is. is the, the knock on wrestling in Mexico is you don't get paid much, and yeah. Mexico, in particular, was it was being said that he was only being paid a um, a small percentage of the booking fee because he was the guy sitting out that they totally made. Yeah. Uh, but but if he's still clearing over you know half a million, I, I can't see him risking that going to WWE. It's just I mean, if, if everything works out, then maybe he beats that, but why would you chance it at this point? Yeah, that is a, an enormous sum for Mexico, so... Yeah. Is he... He has been drawing a, a ton of houses lately. I, Brian Alvarez mentioned he may be approaching Santo levels. I know neither you and I or, or anyone really was around during Santo's heyday, but do you think that's, that's possible? I think from 
a wrestling fan perspective, he, he may have drawn. He's gonna. He may draw similar level houses. He just probably. He, there's no way he'll cross over the mainstream like um, Sato did with the movies and the and just the um, cultural icon. But for his moment, I think he's doing pretty good for himself. Yeah, he needs to make some uh, movies like Mystico versus the Diabolical Couch or. Uh... Misco versus the Plant Men, or something like that, and that would seal the deal. I, it just not just because you know, luchador movies aren't the in thing now, but when Santa was doing those movies, Lucha was restricted from being on TV in Mexico City. So that when he was doing those movies, that was getting himself over in places he could normally appear. Huh. And since you know, Misco can work anywhere he wants to on any day of the week. Giving up those dates to go do a movie, I, I don't think it would work for him like it did Santo. Mm. I, I have to laugh at them trumpeting Mystico having four major titles when, you know, it wasn't one of them invented just for him to have. Yeah, and it's not like, you know, one of them's the NWA um, middleweight tile, and, you know, it's not like someplace in the U.S. there's a committee saying <laughs> we've got to put this title on Mystico. He's our man. I mean, Titles are kind of, you know, titles in Mexico are kind of questionable at best. But just, you know, no one has four titles. Four titles is, unless, you know, unless you're collecting all belts for a purpose of having titles, no one has that many titles. So it's, you know, unique. Uh, I mean, on the one hand, titles are are rather secondary to the... To the to the action and the, I guess storylines and the battle of good versus evil, but at the same time they're also pumping this guy. Well, he's got a lot of titles, so I mean, you know, I guess you, I guess you can have it both ways. Yeah, I mean, and also assuming that you know he's not out for surgery, or you know, even if he's out in surgery, they may let him hold on to the titles. When he does, when he drops a title, it's going to be a big thing for whoever beats him, and and the title match against him is going to be a big draw at this point, and that's not necessarily for any other title. Yeah. I don't see. <laughs> I can see him being like Connect and just holding these titles just long after he retires. Yeah, it'll, it'll be like a Jerry Lawler situation where sure. he's a twenty-four time champion <laughs> or something. Uh, now, if he goes out, uh, is CMLL in a big, uh, a lot of trouble, or, or can Pero and his his uh, reality show fame kind of carry them during that time frame? I think Pero can carry them as a Rudo. but I, I think there's, there will be a big hole on the technical side since. Uh, Misco would be out. Santo is not coming back in at this point. And there's no one being primed to take his spot. I mean, I guess you could do something with Shocker, but Shocker had a bad couple of years where you can't just immediately make him the top guy anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it, they could try stuff with, like, Wagner or Negro Casas or somebody, but it definitely would take a hit. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, you know, Six months without Mystico makes him a special thing again when he comes back. So maybe long term it would be a good idea if he gets a rest. Because he hurt his shoulder. I'm sure there are very other, many other parts of him that are hurting. Oh yeah, I, honestly, I would be stunned if he undergoes surgery unless it's absolutely necessary. And even then, I could just see him saying, "Well, screw it, I'll, I'll yeah. grind my body to oatmeal and then uh, make my money." If he's, yeah, he's going to be a new, if he's going to be the new Mysterio, he needs to just sure. completely waste his body. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, have you seen any of uh, Perro's reality show? What's what's this about? Is this like, I, I just picture it being like Big Brother. It's called Los Cinco's Magnificos. I've seen pictures of it. What it is, it's kind of like 
instead of Dancing with the Stars, um, you're everyone's on a circus show. They're doing circus <laughs> kind of stunts with fire and trapeze acts and that sort of stuff. And you know, you have like I think it was like seven or eight teams, and the celebrity leads the team, but then you have normal type reality people on the rest of the team. And so it's a team versus team each week, and they vote who does the best on all the circus acts, and the last two get. Then it comes to a fan vote after a week, who gets to stay and who gets to go. I think they're down to the final four right now, and I believe Perro got voted on to stay last week, and then his team did the best in all the circus acts, so he's safe from elimination for one more week. What's his, do they have a specific event they do, or is this all different stuff it's, every week? Or It's different stuff every week. I've seen some stuff done with, like, fire, which I think is just a bad idea. <laughs> but, you know, there's some luchadors that trust less with fire, so I guess Perro's fine. I guess. I, I've heard... I've heard they don't trip these stuff. I haven't, you know, I haven't seen the program. I have seen on the main CML show the week last week when he was, you know, on the edge, he was being voted on or off. They just inundated the show with tons of vote for Piro commercials. They had a whole gathering of Rudos and Tepicos wearing um, vote for Piro T-shirts <laughs> with a phone number on them, just imploring you to go keep them on that show. So the show means a lot to the promotion, and I think they think. I guess the thing that's going to take Pero to another level. Hmm. So there'll be if Miss goes out, even if Pero is going to be Rudo, it's going to be sort everything's going to be about Pero. Hmm. Well, wait, why would the Technicos care if Pero's on this show? He's a Rudo. That because you know he's representing all Lucha Libre by being on there. I guess. I it's guess. weak. Yeah, you know, they said technically those are the were supporting him, but I know the mass of people it was all people like Archangel and Doctor X, and I saw <laughs> like a mini Ultimo Dragon there, but no other Technicos. So maybe, oh, okay, maybe the Rulers were just misleading us there. Oh well, well Doctor X told me to vote for him, so I better vote for him. <laughs> yeah, you know you don't want to mess with the Doctor, he can get you. What does Rammstein say? I better. Uh... You know. He, I'm sure he's very, he's voting in and text messaging in every minute he can. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. As he's working, can where is Rammstein these days? He, he was always a lot of fun. I don't, is he still he's on the undercard? He's still on the undercard, but he's seen Chris High in a small arena. Like he's he had a mask mask a month ago. It's like he's very small. When he gets in the arena Calcio, he's like he's not a big deal. But then you know when you go to a small arena, they just Either he's booking there or he's helped with promoting because they're just putting him on top of the card. <laughs> Something's going on. Poor guy, is he? like almost 40. Yeah, but you know, most of those undercards are, you know, a lot yeah. older than you think. Singer is tech, everyone thinks he's a young guy, but he's like 32. He's just been waiting for his chance for a long time. Who is that? Singer Azteca. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, that's been like. I remember that he was in the opening match in the 2000. Uh, yeah, with you know, Ricky Marvin. Yeah, one Ricky of those Marvin, guys for better than the other one. <laughs> Ricky's doing... Well, I'm sure he's probably making more money, but um, I may have to look this up. But uh, if Mystico goes down, do you think uh, Santo will have like an, a way back in to kind of, you know, to, to cover for him while he's not there? I, I think it would be a logical thing to bring Santo back in, but I don't think CNL... I think CNL will hold out a garage. It's going to be logical. <laughs> so... Unless Santo drops his price, like they want him to drop his price, they'll probably just say, "Well, we've had some house, we've had some months of hot houses. We can survive 
having lesser houses for eight months, and we'll just get by without Santo. So Santo's just basically working, uh, I guess, his own shows or just, like, indie shows? Uh... Indie shows where indie promoters want to pay the 3000 5000 whatever it is to bring them on. So he's not working much, apparently. But you know, he also he's not working much in Mexico, but he's also had a habit of working elsewhere in Latin America. So I wonder, for a while, I think he can find promoters who are going to give him that money. It won't be a regular thing. Mm-hmm. There'll be a spot show in one location and then a spot show in another crazy location. And if he's getting that much money, he can hold out from going to a promotion for a while. But at some point, one of the two sides is going to have to break. Yeah. I actually kind of admire CMLL because even though it makes sense business-wise to, you know, bring them in, they're like, nope, not going to do it. Can't no, help you. You know, if they have, if they feel they were just, they were wrong on something or that they are right, they, they will hold out on their position for as long as it takes. That's great. Uh, oh, Rammstein is only, let me see, only 33. Huh. Yeah. That's not so bad. Yeah, you know, he can still he has plenty of years to wait for him in the show. You know, you can go Oh past yeah. 50. I remember when I found out Safari was like in his forties. I'm like, what? Whoa! That was like the big surprise to me. Yeah, you can wait a long time before getting that top position and see him out. Yeah. Just turn over too quickly. Hmm. Do you think? Uh, what was I going to ask about? Oh, the Santos cartoon. Do you think um, if that takes off, you know, I mean, that would probably, I imagine, be a deal-breaker. Not deal-breaker, yeah, yeah. I think it'll help him in the U.S. more, since, you know, his, people be aware of him and people try to do shows around him. I mean, um, spot shows, but and I think it would, that would give him enough running income where he wouldn't need to go back to um, CML anytime soon. Hmm. Well, I guess uh, Santo can just save the turtles for now. Yeah, you know, he, he's got he's got he's a busy man. He's saving yes. all, all the Anne wrestling and he keeps only fighting zombies. So, yeah. you know. He, he he just may not have time for Ring the Mexico right now. Yeah. Yeah, I know you put out a call for uh for questions from the readers of the CMLL blog. We actually have one from Robert here. Oh, what a shock. I bet it's not AAA. <laughs> no, no, it's not actually. It's uh Oh. He writes uh Cubs encourage Lucha questions on the CMLL blog, so I would like to request full disclosure on Alush slash Camonito. The Lucha Wiki article doesn't really give me all the facts, and beyond that, all I have are Bob Barnett's claims that the thing inside the costume is a little old man with gold teeth who chain smokes and, uh, uh, let's just say, makes advances on Conan's women. That sounds all accurate. Okay, that's all we know. He's just, you know... A small guy who got who got in the business as well got famous in the business as Tim Blaws, um, you know, mascot, and now he's someone else's mascot. But you know, he's a wrestling guy. He's strange from from everything I've read, and he's strange and he's old and he's small, and you know, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. How is the uh, the angle going with the evil uh, Ultimo Camonito? I think his name is. So, Shocker and Ultimo had a match, and the fans were more into the monkeys into the match. And I'm not sure if they decided to downplay the feud because that's not the way they wanted it to actually go, or if they're just putting it on hold while they take care of trying to get Terror over for his um, reality show. But they really haven't taken another step in, in the feud right now. 
I remember when I saw that, uh, like that on a message board, like Ultimo Guerrero kicks Caimanito, must see, and I'm like, you know, whatever, that doesn't sound. Then I just, I just saw him kick him, and Caimanito, he was just like rocketing out of, like he was shot out of a cannon. He was just spinning, and best thing ever. Yeah, it, it seems. It, Totally impossible, but totally right for CML. Yep. For Lucha Libre, at least. Do you think, like, like they're like, we need to make this look good, and Caminito's like, just kick me as hard as you can, and I'll deal with it. It was Ultimo, like, oops, didn't mean to kick him that hard. Uh, no, I, I think Ultimo meant to kick him that hard, but you may have not realized how hard he was actually going to kick him before he kicked him. He just, but yeah, from the way everyone was set up, I think they were just trying to slide him off the apron so he'd land safely on Chakra, and he just, Ultimo hit him hard and hit him right, and Monito flipped. <laughs> he weighs like 20 pounds or something, so... Yeah, well, you know, Monito gets his shots in on Rudo, so I wonder if sometimes this role will pay back, pay back and forth between, you know, him and the Rudos. Boy, that was a receipt and a half right there. Yeah, I think Ultimo's owed a deal. Yeah. Uh, I have this, uh, I found this in the last um, 54 Weekly. I'm going to read this little passage here from the... The Lucha section, let's see. Lucha's 2000 ran a show at Arena Mexico it's on Cinco de Mayo, headlined by Viano 3, losing a cage of deathmatch and getting his head shaved for the first time in his career. For some strange reason, he was crying the entire last five minutes of the match to the point where the ring girls went over to comfort him. No one knows what the problem was. He was said to look terribly old and slow. Showed it 8,500. I love that. Have you heard anything about this? Like, was he really that upset about losing his hair? I haven't heard any more details about it. I think with Volano 3, I think he takes his career seriously, so that might be it. But he's a guy who's he's not at the end of his career. He was at the end of his career about four years ago. Yeah. So maybe there's a realization that things are going this way or it's catching up to him. Cause it's, you know, he's not the big star he was 10, 15 years ago, and now he's losing his hair and in most matches, they'll be through on next week. So yeah. maybe it was just getting to him. Maybe there's something else going on. I don't know. I mean, guys like Satanico and Porky, they get their head shaved every spring. It's like, you know, it's like one of the sure signs of spring because someone gets their head shaved. Yeah, but with Volano, three of the differences, the only reason he was on the show is to get his head shaved. Satanico yeah. and, and Porky get to be still regulars on TV, but Volano, three, which is here, because this is a special magazine show, and they wanted to use their own guys so they could do big steps. Yeah, that's too bad. And uh, let's see, what else did I have? Oh, we also had a um, wrestler named Brillante debuted at Arena Mexico lately, trained by Dr. Wagner, and said to be in the mold of Mystico and Volador when they debuted. Have you uh, seen any of this man? He, he's not made TV. He may make TV this weekend, but he hasn't made TV I've seen. But all the reports say that he's good. Uh, it's you know tough to say. He, he maybe like Mystico, but it's tough to make the comparison off the bat because him and Volador Juniors at the bar high. So yeah. maybe trying to be like them, but it's tough to tell if he's actually there or not without actually seeing him in action. Now that's an, uh, that's not a brand new gimmick. That gimmick's been around. Um, actually, searched the Lucha Wiki, and uh, I know Blue Panther won a mask from a man named Brillante. So. Yeah, you know, it's because Lucha Libre is different than, you know, American wrestling when you have people using real names or things or names that sound like real names. You have people using adjectives and, you know, just like, and, and images. You don't have them, like, 
you have a lot of recycled names over time. Like, there's been a billion Astro Boys over the history <laughs> of Lucha Libre. Yeah. We need a. It should be the next feature on the Lucha Wiki. Trying to figure out yeah. which Astro Boy was which. Yeah, there's been like I, I, I'm I wouldn't even know how to start counting how many La Mascaras there've been. Something just like That's the easiest idea possible. So, is his gimmick that he's really smart, or is he just a brilliant wrestler? I, I think he's brilliant, like spectacular brilliant. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, I thought it'd be yeah, like. Yeah, uh, not, oh, go ahead. We need someone like Doctor Cerebro. Just that, <laughs> you know, he's just a smart guy. He's got. That's right. You can see his brain. You can see, you his, can see uh, he's so smart you can see his brain while he's wrestling. Yeah, his tie-dyed brain on top of his head. Or someone like Matematico, who is a mathematician in the ring. So Yeah, I think there's an al- 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 algebra guy, too. So. <laughs> That's correct. Just need a tackle guy, and that guy would just be very, very tricky. Yeah, oh, you could have a whole stable. You could have uh, calculus and geometry and, uh, yeah. oh, man. Uh, yeah. I love Lucha. How is uh, Volador doing? He kind of got... Left behind by Mystico, but yeah, and I think if you know Mystico's out for an indefinite period of time, he's the guy who's going to end up taking advantage. So he, they like pushing him, but they don't like pushing him as much as they like pushing Mystico. And it's tough to have him about the same level since occasionally Volder is going to outshine Mystico because he has different moves mm-hmm. and he's not as overexposed as Mystico can be. Mm-hmm. How's uh, AAA doing? We kind of we've blown them off so far since uh, in recent months. I know you're you, you recap the AAA, so you would know better than anyone. Um, yeah, it, it's going okay. I, I think they're. I think I read today that they actually now have a date for Triple Mania that's in the late July or something. Yeah. So it'll probably be some TNA crossover or something. But they're moving their feuds along slowly. I think the difference between CML and A- AAA is that CML starts feuds and then they forget about them for a while and then they build them back up. <laughs> AAA builds, starts the feuds and just has them hold in place for eight weeks. So you know they're still there, but you also know that they haven't moved in a month and a half. Yeah. So it can, it can be a little bit frustrating to watch, but the stuff that they are moving on, they're building nicely. Obviously, there's going to be some big match between um, Cybernetico's faction of the Hell Brothers and Conan and his Foreign Legion and Sect and all those guys. Um, I think some of the undercard guys are looking good, and then the whole Apache family drama stuff <laughs> is actually confusing me at this point, but I guess they have an idea of where they're going. Isn't uh, Billy Boy going to join the Manson family with Charlie Manson? That's that's what I read. It just there's and it may actually it may happen, but there's nothing on TV that actually indicates that in the slightest. Ah. So either they're planning well in advance, or it's just you know an idea someone had, but they haven't actually done anything about it. Ah uh, yes. So I guess that's it for all the lucha talk we had. Is there anything else uh, going on we should know about? Oh, I need to plug something. Oh, you plug away. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to try to do, like, short Lucha recaps for the Figure 4 site, figure4.com, or if that's not, probably not it, F4WOnline. There you go. So check that out on a weekly basis, and if anyone actually reads them, you can send me a note and say, I read them, they are good. Or you, you can lie and say that, too. Yeah. They are very good, though. You should read them. I, should, I was quite surprised when I saw that. I'm like, oh, Lucha. I'm like, oh, it's Cupsand. Okay. He knows what he's yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, no one else is doing Lucha, so you know I have 
when someone else does, then they'll make myself bad, but I'm trying to, you know, hold out while I can. Yep. And of course, we have the CMLL blog and the Lucha Wiki and mm-hmm. probably other projects you're working on. Yes, yeah, stuff I don't even know about. <laughs> you were, you're subconscious. You yeah, get up in the middle of the night. Working. Just... You, know, I, you know, my five interns have got work even here doing other things <laughs> for me. So they're probably working on something. Do you make them wear Lucha masks while they're uh, looking away? Of course, you know, they're all numbered one through five. It's like <laughs> one intern five. one, intern <laughs> B, you know, all the way down. Intern B. Oh, tremendous. Well, I thank you for uh, being on for this little mini segment to uh, round out our, our Lucha show with Alex Kozloff. And um, my final question to you is, uh, pick the score for tonight's Bulls game. Um, I'm hoping it's something like 104 Bulls, 98 Pistons, but, you know, I'm just hoping that if I actually start using logic and reason, I wouldn't come up with that score at all. All right. Well, anything else? I think we've covered everything uh, adequately. Yeah. All right. I encourage everyone to visit thecubsfan.com, who run by the Cubs fan, uh, or joeversustheworld.com, versus all spelled out, for a full archive of all our previous shows, including all of Cubs' prior appearances. Uh, this is, I think you've had four or five prior appearances. I've lost count, but... Yeah. I'm no Justin Shapiro. No. No, but who is? And on that note, uh, I will be back with uh, a show at some point. I haven't thought that far ahead, but um, I shall return with show 54 uh, probably next week with someone. And on that note, with nothing else to say, I thank you for listening, and I will talk to you soon.